Greetings, nerds. This is Sina Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Bowman. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. Hope you're doing well this Monday evening. I'm doing all right. It's it's Monday. Yeah, it's Monday, but uh, happy second anniversary to Endgame. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just blows my mind that, A, it's been a year since COVID really hit. Mm-hmm. And then also just thinking like 2019, like now there's, I mean, I'm used to going through life like last year where it was like, man, a year ago we were doing this, we we're watching Endgame, we were watching this movie, we we're getting hyped for these movies. Yeah. And now there's a year in between that. And yet it still feels like a lot of the announcements, things that are finally being released now Mm-hmm. were announced all the way back in 2019. They are. Uh, yeah, they they were. They were. I mean, one, obviously, the big one we're going to talk about, Night Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. was released, uh, was announced then. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it thanks to social media, it, it it reminded me today that today was the anniversary. Primary was, you know, there was someone that had uh, created a TikTok of the, um, the, 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 the epic battle at the end of Endgame, and Everybody emerging uh, mm-hmm. f- from the from the blip to take on Thanos, and yeah, I mean, just seeing the crowd reactions and stuff. I mean, that that it, I, now we're two years removed from the film. The, the more I the more I do appreciate what Endgame did and, and what it what it represented as far as the MCU. Yeah, I still only watch like half of Endgame, and then I I skip the end fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I haven't. I don't think I've watched it from start to finish like like that. I mean, usually I, I'm like you. I just get right to. You. Let's just get to the. Let's just get to the epic conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I mean, uh, I, but, I've watched Infinity War countless times from start to yeah, finish. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but before we get into the um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we do have a few headlines to talk about, including the Oscars, which Will watched. Yeah, I tried to keep up with Twitter, but <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of got a gist of it. I'm I I really like um, how Chloe Zhao won, and mm-hmm. um, for not only best directing but also best picture, and yeah. it just makes me more like WTF. Where is our internals? Yeah. Where? Yeah, I mean, today would have been the perfect day to drop drop the trailer. I think we'll we'll get it this week because now they can add the tagline Academy yep. mm-hmm. Award winning director and best picture Chloe Zhao. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the weird thing talking about the Oscars for me is I want to say this this is the first year in probably two decades where I have seen maybe one. Of the Oscar winners. And the one I did see, and I called it, Will, I knew it. I, I told you when I watched Sound of Metal you did. that the sound editing in that movie is mm-hmm. insane. Yep, you did. You did. You called that one way back whenever you first watched it. You're like, and you told me, I think you told me about it here and, and I think just offline as well. And um, yeah. Yeah. I And I'm not mad that Riz Ahmed... Um, didn't get it. Um, the award. It is interesting who did get best picture <laughs> or best <laughs> actor award. Yeah. Um, 
And despite three other performances that, again, I haven't seen all of them, so it's really hard to talk about this because it's it's kind of like, well, I know who I would have wanted to see win, mm-hmm. but yeah. I also can't say that the winner was like they were raw because I haven't, right. I don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I did, I did watch Ma Rainey and uh, Chadwick's performance in there was um, was amazing. Uh, I, I did not watch the father so i can't I mean, i'm sure anthony hopkins did from everything i've read about the film and you know and the you know the should wins versus who could win and the will wins i mean it, it, you know there were plenty of critics out there that that praise hopkins performance in that film but i guess you know as we were talking before the show and and, and for folks i did watch it real time i guess the way they structured the show is really what led to the what the f moment <laughs> with with Chadwick uh, not winning best actor uh, because normally the night closes with best best picture and uh, with this year's COVID production they had you know they reshuffled things so best picture actually came earlier in the evening then best actress came next and I, and I, I did I missed the lead in speech for, for that. So I, I did miss the best actress. And I think I stepped away from the TV for that, but then I came back to it best picture. Cause I, I mean, best actor. Cause I was, you know, you know, I, ex, you know, we expected Chadwick to win. Right. And, you know, so Joaquin Phoenix rolls out of bed, shows up on stage, gives his introduction and they list the nominees. And then when they say Anthony Hopkins, I was like, "What the hell?" And 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 all of, all of Twitter was the same way because they had manufactured this moment. So I think it's not, you know, it's it, it, I hate it for Anthony Hopkins because you know, he's he's caught in a bad spot. He didn't do anything wrong here. He probably gave, gave the probably one of the performances of his lifetime, given that he's you know he's given many of those, but you know he did get recognized for it. But I guess it was you know read the room, Oscar voters. I guess is what kind of I think was where the people were were coming from. I guess uh, with the feelings and the way they structured the the ceremony, I think really was the uh, thing that really caused all the angst um, that um, that happened last night. It, and and it was de- it was definitely you know it was a lot of ways like the La La Land Moonlight moment from a few years ago, but but it, this one was even even more different because. You know, not only did they like have that what the f moment, but then they just went fade the black. Good night, <laughs> and didn't even have yeah. like a have a you know you know. And apparently, I think Olivia Coleman was you know had was ready to you know accept on his behalf or whatever. But it was a very awkward uh, acceptance by Joaquin Phoenix, and they went they faded the black, and it was just like okay, it, it, it was just a weird weird close on on top of a you know already unusual year of, of of film and award shows and that kind of stuff too so you know it, it definitely was definitely was the water cooler talk of a day for sure yeah and i think at this point that's just what oscars try to do they always have try to have a water cooler moment mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's never for a good thing it's, not. <laughs> it's, it's always a scandal it's always like like what you were describing and the fact that yeah anthony hopkins probably did do a really good job you want to know why? Because he's a legend. He's exactly. a legend in this film. But we've seen him win. We yeah. have seen it. We've seen him in his heyday. And then you know what he did recently? He did a stupid Transformers movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
and, yeah. and so it's it's kind of it's kind of like Chadwick has has a bunch of films mm-hmm. that are all quality level, and and this unfortunately was his last shot. Yeah, to get one, and then they didn't give it to him. So I think I think that it's really hard. Like the Oscars are not intended to be a popularity contest. I fully understand that, and I I don't think that they should be. But then again, you also, it, it sh- there is something to say about consistency and there's something mm-hmm. to say about, we've seen some of these legends, like whenever Meryl Streep is, is, <laughs> gets a nominee, <laughs> I always roll my eyes. I'm like, we've seen that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Give it to someone else. And yeah. so Francis McDormand winning twice now. Sure, I think um, she, no, this is her third, I believe. <laughs> Well, okay, her third, but she yeah. won very recently. True, like yeah. in the last three years. So this is yeah. her second one in the last three years. Yeah. So that's pretty outstanding. I mean, now I'm just thinking about how Tom Hanks won back to back years. Right. And so, right. so there's like these trends also where, yeah. but we'll <laughs> see. I, I I don't know if Oscars will quote unquote write the ship next year. They always seem to do something to make everyone angry. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, but you're right. I mean, this was Chadwick's last shot. And and the thing is, you know, to your point, it's not a popularity contest, but this really was a situation where both the merit and the moment really did sink. Yeah. And they up and they really you know and so this was definitely a missed opportunity where merit and moment could have I have a question then. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have been as upset if Riz Ahmed or Steve Young had won? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would be because um yeah I, I think so. And, and let's just let's just stipulate that I was had seen all seen those other films right 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 it goes back to that as well where you're like well (laughs) yeah um but i think so i think so i mean you know i think it was a strong it seemed but from all indications even even gary oldman even though some people are like hank you know but you know given that it didn't get nominated with some of the other award shows but i think all the from what i gathered all the performers and performances were, were were equally uh worthy of, of of the category and right. and and you know not only let's not even get into the the Keith Stanfield and uh, Daniel Kaluuya <laughs> supporting issue, but yeah, um, I was gonna say what the heck was up with that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, apparently I saw I read an interesting article about that. I guess I think Lakeith was up for. I think he just maybe missed a cutoff for best leading. And so I think that's how he ended up in the supporting category. Hmm. I I don't buy it. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I whenever random stuff happens in the supporting category, it always goes back to the studios trying to give the actors like the best shot. Mm-hmm. And but but then again, I don't understand why in the same movie why you would nominate both of your actors in the same category and not split. But I don't know. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's good in a way because it just means that they're 
there was a plethora of good performances, yeah. which yeah. is is better than when random people get nominated and are like, did anybody even watch that? Watch this film? Yeah, exactly. And and also, I mean, history was made. I mean, you had with, with Chloe, I mean, the, only the second woman to win Best Director and and person of color. So yeah. a w- woman of color as well. So, you know, so, you know, so to, to your earlier question, it, it was not a, it's not a race thing or anything for me. I mean, or as far as, you know, Anthony and, and, and Chadwick, I think it's just the, the bigger, I think the Oscars, the Academy was really trying to manufacture a moment and it blew up in their face. Right. Right. And, and it, and it back. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing that got me more as a viewer Especially when I saw how they were they were going with the with the way the program was. Yeah, I, I was talking more about the legacy factor and how yeah. the other actors who were nominated. Yeah, they're of also of color, but they um, are also young and fairly. Yeah. Like this is kind of the start. Like this is they're they're at that point of their career yeah. where things are happening, and then yeah. Anthony Hopkins, complete opposite. <laughs> Right, right, and poor Glenn Close. I mean, <laughs> she's you know she, she's at some point she'll get hers. I mean, she she did get the the the, the fun the fun. The, I guess she won the bit of the night for sure with with the whole uh, nod to school days and and uh, the the butt. But uh, which I, I thought it was when I watched it real time, I thought it was 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 awesome. But you know, I guess it was also staged. I, I learned later, but it still worked. It still worked pretty well. Huh. For an otherwise state, otherwise kind of, I will say it was better than the glorified Zoom calls of some of these other shows that we've seen this year. <laughs> I don't think I've watched a single awards show this year. Yeah, yeah. I have not. I don't. I don't know. I'm telling. I'm acting like my dad did with football this year. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> that count. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I feel like we're spending way too much time yeah. on the Oscars and all their ridiculousness. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have one other bit of news. Doom Patrol, one of our most beloved shows on here, mm-hmm. um, have added five new recur- recurring members to the cast as the show will intend to introduce the sisterhood of the Dada and the dead boy detective agency in season three. Oh, Doom Patrol. <laughs> I love this show. I can't wait. And just, yeah, they're in production now. And I can't, you know, I can't wait to see when they give a release date because it's definitely like, yeah, popcorn be ready to, to, to sit down and watch that show. But yeah, but um, apparently the um, the sisterhood, actually in the comic, is the brotherhood. But of course, you know, with TV adap- adaptations, they will, they will tweak, tweak it some. And, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, so the sisterhood is you know, and it's all they all stem from are, are from Mister Nobody, uh, mm. from from the first season. So um, yeah, so the, it's the there's the character Malcolm, who is um, there's another character um, it's called the Fog, who is a charming, seductive, and poetically alleged terrorist, and then. Lord Jefferson is a character, plays a character called, is, is also known as Frenzy, who actually is the, who played, the actor who is uh, playing that particular character was in another one of our favorites, uh, Cloak and Dagger. He played uh, um, the father of, uh, oh, okay. yeah. And so, um, and then there's also a character called Sleepwalk, who's a hard partying, lighthearted, never go to well, 
and then Sashko, who is the quiz, who's a germaphobe, who, uh, so, again, there's a team assembled by Mr. Nobody to create all kinds of mischief for our already mischief-inducing team of the Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah, I just, anytime we talk about Doom Patrol, I always have to put out there, in case we have new listeners, if you have not watched Doom Patrol, you need to watch Doom Patrol. And you need to hold out until the group therapy episode of season one. I believe Mm -hmm. it's episode five. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, therapy patrols. I don't want to say it's rough. I do want to say it doesn't click until that episode. And then suddenly the show is the show. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) oh, I'm so glad I invested in this because this is crazy. Um, so I always have to put out that disclaimer because that is how much I love that episode. And mm-hmm. I just think that people need to watch this show. Um, and then <laughs> I just, it brings a smile to my, my, my face. Will every, every time I, I hear about production, production news, I get excited. Um, I miss, I miss Cliff. I miss mm-hmm. my Cliff. <laughs> 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 I miss Cliff. I miss I miss Larry. Even 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 depressed, the despondent Larry, and 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 then of course, uh, and what they've done with Cyborg in this show yeah. too, uh, uh, it's been amazing. Bringing in the, the Justice Leaguer to this 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 team of misfits, uh, and really, you know, it's just again we I can't say enough great things. And you're right, it does. When it first starts, you're kind of like, hmm. And then when it hits Therapy Patrol, it just takes it on a whole new level. And and season two was really, you know, season two, they didn't have too much of a sophomore slump. It was it was really strong. And unfortunately, like many things, got cut short by COVID. But, uh, yeah. but, uh, but you know, it. It was it was as enjoyable as as the first season, which I know a lot of times you can't say that with with a lot of shows. Um, and so definitely go check it out if you haven't. It's on HBO Max. Well worth your time. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the one element that maybe Zack Snyder could have added another thirty minutes to if he had just included Cliff. Yep. So we would have <laughs> what what was the name of that TV show that they were dreaming of? Was it? Uh, it was something in Steel. Oh, uh, oh, Cyborg and Steel. Um, oh, they're good. Oh, gosh. Stone and Steel. Stone and Steel. Stone, Stone and Steel. Yeah. Stone <laughs> and Steel had, yeah. <laughs> had the best. Yeah. <laughs> and if, the, if they were part of the MCU, we would have had that TV show. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> A holiday edition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. But no, Gosh. we're not here to talk about steel. We're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's right. That's right. Before we start going down Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. <laughs> we'll get there. We will get there. there. Um, I'm still getting over the fact that Loki isn't until June. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so criminal to me to to get us in this mood and of this content and be like, here's WandaVision, here's Falcon and Winter Soldier. You don't get Loki for a month. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know we had what a week in between. <laughs> now we gotta wait a whole freaking month. I uh, we just spent last 2020 
waiting for things. Okay, you yeah. need to like let's go. We it'll be fine. Yeah, uh, the yeah. trailers look beautiful, but but again, all right. Falcon and Winter Soldier had their season, hopefully their season finale and not their series finale. Um, granted, we do know that there will be more Cap and mm-hmm. Falcon in the future. Yep. Uh, well, at least Cap, Falcon, yeah. or Winter Soldier, I don't know. Um, yeah. And I noticed that I just did a misspoke, but whatever. No, well, we could have Falcon. Danny Ramirez, you know, could take over. Uh, you know, I, uh, Torres, Torres. Could be the next Falcon. He he could be. He he I mean, could be the next one, and we could have six episodes about why he wouldn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Torres. Whenever he got the bag of bag of the, the of Sam's old uh, uniform, I think he was like, hmm. Hmm. We'll we'll just have we'll have the parallel we'll, we'll have to figure out the parallels between how Sam and and Torres become you know their their version of on. Uh, on your left. <laughs> I, I, why couldn't they have just had that? Like, why? Why couldn't Bucky have said that once to Sam? Yeah, that would have been okay. Anyways, um, so very cinematic episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I keep thinking about the opening sequence and how much it just, it just like that the the. If we're, I got Dark Knight feels. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know oh. why exactly, but I just felt like they they really didn't want to waste any time, as most episodes this season, and they wanted to get right into the action. And so they didn't explain why Bucky and Sam were there so quickly, or Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we're all here. Um, but... They Carly's plan is set in motion to attack the GRC, and that's and that that's like the first five minutes, and then we actually see the heroes go in and try to save the day, and things happen. Um, but Will, what were your overall thoughts about this episode? Overall thoughts about the episode is the same. It, it definitely had a very cinematic feel. I felt that uh, it did what it needed to do very straightforward story as far as introducing sam as our captain america which you know basically has been this whole arc of all six episodes and i i it and it let obviously it left me wanting more and not in a bad way it's just i'm just excited about what they have achieved in in these last six episodes with with these characters and and really fleshing out Sam because prior to this Sam was you know he 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 was he was a sidekick he was even more so than than Wanda I mean he you know we were introduced to him we know that he works with veterans and and then he basically becomes a you know the B team of, of on the on the B team of the Avengers mm-hmm. and this this series really fleshed him out as a person. And so I really enjoyed that evolution and really, it really made me say that's my cap. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if yeah. they if the goal was to 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 flesh this man out and flesh this character out so that whenever he put on the new costume constructed by the Wakandans to be Captain America, they succeeded in that. 
And, you know, and you could, you know, people quibble about some of the pacing and all that kind of stuff. I, you know, whatever. The, the bottom line, yeah, I mean, this show had a clear mission and a clear story to tell. And from the out from the gate, it was very clear about what they were going to do. And they, and they, and they carried that out in my opinion. And, and, and so I, I was very satisfied as a viewer, not as not fanboying here. I was just, just from an entertaining entertainment factor, as well as, you know, really getting into some more meaty issues as well. So I, I really enjoyed this. I, I liked the finale. I felt, um, you know, it's very hard to land to nail a season finale or a series finale, whatever it is. But, you know, they, they, they did a pretty solid job of doing so. I mean, yeah, there were some problems, but overall I thought they did a good job. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um, what I'm noticing with this show for the last three episodes, I keep entering it say, or entering our discussion, like 75% of it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it, it peaked. There was, I think it's episode three or four where, where it was, it was just this very impressive when, when, when we started getting the Wakanda storyline in, integrated with everything, mm-hmm. um, that, that episode was kind of the climax. And then I, it's not like, I, I think this episode was probably better than last week's episode. Mm. Um, maybe not so much the week before, but, but it's also not, I'm not saying like it was horrible. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not saying that because to your point, the the finale, the strong points of this finale work because it was it was we knew like there was a clear trajectory and things mm-hmm. came together for the title characters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So so like let's just think about this. If you need if you're gonna execute a storyline, yeah, you should make Sam's storyline work mm-hmm. and John Walker will get resolved in a different different arc, okay? Yeah, or, 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 yeah. <laughs> or Sharon that. will get resolved in a different arc. I mean, they, you know. Yeah. Sharon, Sharon's, uh, uh, I almost put Sharon in a different category because yeah. there's John Walker's issue of the whole to for them to execute the ending, that ending of I think their fourth episode with him in the bloody shield, mm-hmm. I get why people are mad, and I, 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 I because I thought the same thing. I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> I have whiplash. He's yeah. a good guy. No, what, what, why is this the ending of his arc? Sharon, everyone was so hyped based on the trailer for Sharon Carter to kick butt and to be a part of this team. She's like the man Mephisto of this, mm-hmm. <laughs> of this <Yeah>. show. <laughs> she did appear though, Will. Yes, but she, she also was even more confusing than most Hydra agents are. <laughs> like, see, I don't get it. See, I, that, see, that's the G that's the thing. So people, that's to me the, what works so well because about, her as the power broker and because you know because i went into it like nah that's too obvious they won't do that mm-hmm. they won't do that that's just too obvious and but they did it but yeah. the motivations were there and i think you know, as a as 
as I started our conversation about the show, there were there are clear things that they wanted to do here. This show wasn't designed to be like WandaVision, where everything gets wrapped up in a self-contained one, you know, one, you know, one limited series. They, I think, when we get further into Phase Four, we're going to look back on Falcon and Winter Soldier in the Winter Soldier as a show that kicked off multiple things in the next phase that that were established in this show. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, so I think it's like, it's the Netflix of, of, of like moment of like wanting your, you know, wanting everything all, all now versus taking the long game. And this show, the way I look at the way the series unfolded and you and I both agree that we wish there had been more more episodes because there was yeah. a lot going on. But at the same time, I think I'm trying to look at this series in in the sense of the long game, and and just like the last twenty some films, it's always been the long game. I mean, we should know we should know better than expect everything to get resolved in one movie, or now one TV show with the MCU. They're always they're always building. And so this show was just that same thing as well. They're building to phase four, whether it's going to be in the Captain America four movie, whether it's going to be in, you know, we'll see, you know, what we'll see. We'll see, you know, I'm sure they probably had to they might maybe re-edit Black Widow some to, to fit some of, you know, see, to maybe make sense for some of the things we've seen in the last two shows. Um, the other thing, other movies that are forthcoming they're all gonna it's all gonna tie together and in, into the next avengers 5 or, or or whatever you know yeah no I, and and it was it's the same thing with wandavision to an extent where uh, people are never happy fully like 100 percent on board with how these things are ending because things don't go exactly the way they figured they would have gone Mm -hmm. um i do think though that this this episode works overall better than the wandavision finale because as much as both finales had majority of the time like fighting and resolving these conflicts um i was more engaged in this fight than Mm -hmm. i was in the other fight yeah i agree Um, and and that was just because not only it was refreshing because it it was we we finally got to see Sam fully as Captain America fighting and what that looks like and how different that is than Steve Rogers fighting as Captain America. Mm-hmm. And I and yes, as normal, I always think about Winter Soldier when I watch this show because I think about how that that movie opens with that um, opening fight sequence on the boat, mm-hmm. and um, it's and you were just like, "Wow, a guy with a frisbee! That's cool!" All of a sudden, <laughs> does a lot of kicking, and then Sam he takes it to the next level because it's all there's all these um, flight movements with it, right. and how he uses the shield and everything. Yep. Um, against the same villain, yeah, you know, and again, the parallels. Well, you know, in both cases, it was you know, Batrock. So, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, it, and I, I think that 
you know, I think that's the, I feel the same way about the fights in this particular one, because again, it's, you know, Sam doesn't have super serum. He doesn't have any superpowers. He's got a, but you know, you're right. He, he did integrate his skills and technique and as the Falcon blending it with the, his, the depthness with the shield. I mean, for example, you know, using red wing to, um, uh, rescue the GRC members in the helicopter and, and, you know, pinpoint accuracy, like throwing a shield while it's in motion, <laughs> the helicopter's in motion, he's in motion and knocking the guy out of the helicopter and stuff. I mean, those, 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 those types of moments, you know, so in the action is where it really felt cinematic in, in, in scope and scale uh, with some of the things that they, that pulled off in this finale. Yeah, definitely. I I do want to talk about Bucky for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had mixed feelings after the finale about Bucky and where his storyline and how Mm -hmm. the storyline came together. And then I was listening to SCN and one of the hosts brought up and made this great point that I never thought about before. And then I heard it and I'm like, okay, I get it now. Um. There's a reason why the opening sequence and the title of the show is Falcon and Winter Soldier, and they end it saying Captain America and Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Um, It's because Sam's arc was all about that passing of the mantle and becoming, stepping into that role. Mm -hmm. And And Bucky, it was about acceptance that, yeah, in another life, the Winter Soldier was a Hydra agent, but that is not who he is, thanks to Wakanda, anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has now kind of embraced it in in more of a way to redeem that name and what mm-hmm. that stands for. Um, and I thought when I heard it explained like that, I was just like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's great. Now, why they couldn't have had a couple's therapy session, you know, it's it's the little things that I'm still upset about. Yeah, we needed to go back to that interrogation room one more time, right? I mean, I mean, yes, we got to see a picnic or a barbecue oh, and, oh, it's, and yeah. them all being. Um, yeah. yeah, he got invited to the cookout. So, yeah, Bucky, Bucky's good now. Yeah, he, he he got invited to the cookout, so we're all good with Bucky now in the family. But 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 also to that with the cookout, thinking of which, and and also to what you're just describing, uh, Bucky's journey, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I liked you know it was a very it was a very I won't say subtle because but it was a very nice way they when we first see Bucky at the very beginning of the series. Uh, still, you know, we, we learned that he, he you know, we learned that he's pardoned. He's got it. He has the book now. He's having to atone for for all those the the crimes that he committed as the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, but each episode we 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 see a chipping away of well of well not only a chipping away but also an acceptance and of what he what he did, but also what he learned from it. And you know, thinking you know, thinking back to the interrogation room where uh, Bucky, the counselor, and, and Sam were together, and that very 
deep con- that conversation that they had about you know where Bucky's like, if Steve was wrong about you, now what does that mean? What if if, if they're wrong about me? What was right, it? Right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm folks yeah. who know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where does that leave me? Basically, he's like you know, and and, and really throughout the series as he was working through Zemo, or you know. Bypassing the, you know, you know, basically pissing off the Wakandans, you know, by freeing Zemo, um, and, and and then you know we do get that moment where he really, you know, he has the realization of what Sam is going through, and when he had that moment in last week's episode, like, ah, I get it now. I see what you were talking about, Sam. Why it was so hard for you to take up the shield. Mm-hmm. But also, Bucky is also, you know, and Sam's like, yeah, and, and you know, and, and so I'm glad you see that. And what you're talking about, Bucky, is not, not, you know, not atoning, but, you know, but avenging. And it, I think it gave Bucky that last little moment to be like, oh, yeah, I see what I need to do as well to to really come to, come to peace with what I did, accept what I did, and then close that chapter in my life and, and move on. And I do now have acceptance because... In the cookout scene, you see that. And I think about the line where, you know, Bucky says, I, you know, whenever he was using his right hand to fix something, you know, it just comes natural to him because that's naturally who he is. He's not the Winter Soldier, which is, mm-hmm. you know, Winter Soldier is the the, the, the fight the, 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 when he's threatened, whatever element. That's when that the cybernetic arm comes into ha- comes into play. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, but you know, but at the end, you, you see Bucky playing with Sam's ne- nieces and nephews and family um, with, you know, with the left arm. So he, he, you know, it's, a, it's a, you know, sometimes you don't need exposition to show how someone's, you know, come to accept their new their their new station. Him right. using his arm was the way of, you know, of a plaything is a way of showing how Bucky has grown in, in this series. So sometimes you don't need the exposition. Sometimes it could just be a simple scene. And I think, you know, I think also like with John Walker too, you know, mm-hmm. when they were, Sam was given the speech and he just kind of like looks, you know, it was, a, I, who, I don't know if the director, but that was just a great moment where they, or, or Wyatt Russell, that moment when he kind of looked down and then yeah. looked back up at Sam. I thought that, that, that moment just spoke such volume. That's why Wyatt Russell such an excellent actor. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, it's not when the dialogue is being spoken, but it's those verbal cues and those kind of things. That's 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 when you really know when a series is doing something right. Yeah, and I think those were the things that with Bucky's story, I think about John Walker and that with Sam's speech. Those are the moments I think why this show worked for me. Right, right. No, I'm glad you brought up John Walker in the end. Um, I I like the 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 bit that him and Bucky have. Um, Abe, Abe Lincoln is mentioned in that bit. I really like that. Yep. Um, I, I still don't think Bucky it will ever like John. Nope. Um, but I do think this is another reason why we need a third season. Because <laughs> the triangle of Bucky, Sam, and John. Um, those actors need to be on screen more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We had a trio we saw them in a few movies, but come on, guys, come on. Yeah. Majority of the time, we're just watching Steve, and then he had his sidekicks. Mm-hmm. But but this episode, these three 
are so like I don't know I don't know what is a better um triplet like yeah those three or Sam Bucky Zemo yeah it's hard it's, hard <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> but yeah it, it that's hard that's a hard call I don't know I just, I mean, we we haven't seen John's dancing skills, but I'm true, just, true. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I um, and and maybe that's why we should not hate so much how it, it did seem really quick. They went from um, John Walker is a horrible person to John Walker's all right. <laughs> well, I don't know. See, here's the thing. I don't know if he's all right. I mean, he's 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 a tool. I mean, he's the U.S. agent, and and, and right, Valentina. But he doesn't get sent to the raft or anything, is what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's not, he's not a character who they. Nothing bad happens to him. He actually, in a way, gets what he wanted because he's yeah. now the U.S. agent. Yeah. Well, it, it, exactly, and I think that's part of the, that's one of the lessons that this show was also trying to share as well. I mean, mm-hmm. with 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 the U.S. government. In this case, or or just governments in general, and you know, and again, I think, you know, the flag smashers were even were at least in the eyes of of the government, quote unquote. What John did now, granted, to all of us who are like decent people, <laughs> was mm-hmm. was cl- clearly murder. I mean, yeah. he murdered that guy, but you know, but in in a in in the fog of war. You know what John did was it was it was uh, basically eliminating the threat. Right. It was sanctioned by the government. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so you know if but for it being captured, if it hadn't been captured for all the world to see on social media and 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 broadcast in real time, you know, in in, in the when he did it, it, you know, he would have probably gotten in the middle. Mm-hmm. But. Because it's Captain America, and he did it right there in front of everyone. He, they, they did have to do something, so they removed him the name Captain America, and you know he got otherwise, you know, he got discharged, but whatnot. But he never got sent to the stockade. He just basically lost Captain America, and they just kind of just you just go, go, go hide away somewhere, cool off for a bit before we need you again. And then basically, we need you again is Valentina. She's just like, okay, Val's yeah. like. I, you know, because I don't know where, you know, is she Hydra? You know, because in the comics, she's Madame Hydra. But in the MCU, it's very vague about what she, what her role really is here. Yeah, I mean, they're vague about her role, about Sharon Carter's role, who's who was formerly also known as Agent 13. I believe there's a tie-in because Agent 14, but... Yeah. Um, this is the wonderful thing about the MCU again. This mm-hmm. is why people keep coming back for more is because they they do know how to say to end something and and then at the simultaneously say, but wait, there's more. Yep. <laughs> of and this, yeah. This June. They they're just they like to leave the doors open and give us time to drive ourselves crazy with all of our fan theories and then yep. be satisfied when we get whatever they're planning. But yeah, they 
they got some things. I mean, we still haven't even seen Black Widow. And don't right. forget, Black Widow was the original intended kickoff point for this phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm very, like, that thought alone makes me excited for Black Widow than any of the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and and the the one thing though, MCU is starting to walk a very thin line because of all of the theories about okay, well Sharon's obviously a scroll. No, oh, see, didn't people learn from WandaVision? <laughs> huh? I said, didn't folks learn from WandaVision? Yeah. Don't go there. Just let the story unfold. Sometimes because you're setting yourself up to be disappointed, and then whenever what you got yourself so wrapped around and read it and your own theories and you know what I, you know and all, and it doesn't come into to, to what you thought it was going to be, and then you're like, oh, fuck, you didn't do the, the no, it's just you know, it didn't go out to turn out the way you wanted it to be, you know, go write your fan fiction if you want to go to if you want that story told, <laughs> I mean. I I mean she I if there there has to be a reason too. I mean a lot of this these ideas about oh this person is this this person is this but what we we're just attaching a, a name mm-hmm. to a character, right? Right. We're not understanding why would they have that name? What is the justification? And that's where Feige comes in and says no. We're doing right. it this way, and here's why. Here's the motivating factor. Yeah. Something that they could do, they really could make this power broker thing work for Sharon. In yeah. the sense that she is a nemesis for Sam as mm-hmm. Captain America. Just because they, bo- they both have very similar pasts. Yep. Um, and then they ultimately, due to how Civil War turns out, they they make different choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and so yeah, they could be building there. They could totally be building there, and especially given that Sam, you know, and it really sets up, you know, when you think about Sam's speech and he talks about, look, there's a division, you know, people are looking at what I do every single day. I'm a black man, we're, you know, carrying this shield, and everything he does is under scrutiny, right? And mm-hmm. what better way to like, what, what, what one way they could like, question his legitimacy maybe it may not be like what happened with john walker and doing the shield but in this sense helping sharing you know he 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 kept his word she got her name back yep and 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 then and now she has the keys to the kingdom to be able to whoever she called on the other end of the phone on the at the end there in credit whoever that is whether it's val or you know because now obviously val you know, she was setting up a team for John Walker. Yep. And, you know, maybe she, maybe Val and Sharon are working together. I mean, those things in in universe that you could you could build solid theories from without going out there saying she's a scroll. <laughs> yeah. It's, we don't know. We're just we should just be happy we got content. Yeah. We we basically just got a six hour Captain America movie. Yeah. Captain, we're yeah, gonna three, get a Captain a America four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're gonna get a second season. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get a second season. Maybe down, maybe down the line. Given that, you know, because I mean, Captain America four. Yeah, the the showrunner Malcolm Spellman is going to be writing the the film. 
And, and I mean, of course, we don't know who will be directing it, but I'm sure it'll be in, you know, the way they, the way they get capable talent with this, <laughs> with this franchise, you it know, it'll be, be, it'll be really weird to watch an MCU movie. Because I'm yeah. going to constantly be thinking to myself, if only this was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know I've gotten spoiled with the TV, with the weekly like TV show of the MCU. Now it's just like, oh, I, yeah, when I go watch uh, Black Widow and, and Shang-Chi later this year, it's going to, and, and the Eternals, it'll be, and Spider-Man, it's going to be, you know, one week, you know, I guess we'll have... I guess a few weeks yeah. leading up to with to, with uh, with uh, Loki and into into Black Widow and Shang Chi, and then and then I guess we'll get Hawkeye at some point. Which I was reading, I did see where a possibility that Walker may show up on Hawkeye, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, well, that's again the beauty about the MCU is well, some of the theories is not just who these characters are and what their role will be, but also where they'll show up because so much is integrated and. We 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 just love when the, those moments happen because um, yeah. they always happen in the most clever ways. Yeah. But I mean, it's just going to be like, well, it's not going to be to the same extent. But it's yeah. it's like what I keep commenting. It's really hard to watch CW superhero shows right it, now. It is hard. It is <laughs> so hard. But hard. Yeah, and especially yeah, and then like you have all that, and we haven't even talked about Isaiah Bradley and just how beautiful. I mean, I was. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I, you know, you know me, I will freely admit I was like, I choked out. I mean, both when I watched it the first time, even the second time, it's even more powerful. Uh, mm-hmm. The way they, you know, I choked, I was like, okay, I, give, give me the box Kleenex because I was, I was a mess, but <laughs> we had recorded. You, you know, and to that point, it's almost like with all of these characters, yeah. whether at the end of the name, a day it's a good name or a bad name. They all have come to terms with who they are in the mm-hmm. present. Yeah. And um, with Isaiah, the the idea that, yes, Sam picked up the mantle, totally disregarded his advice. Yep. But he also made it right. He mm-hmm. made it right for Isaiah. And he that did. recognition in the history and the promise that you will not be forgotten for what you did for this country. Yeah. It, it, I mean... People, like, you could almost argue, yeah, they may have screwed up a little bit with John Walker, maybe left too much resolve, things happened too quickly, but they nailed Isaiah Bradley. They did. So, yeah, sometimes we can't can't have a perfect show, so. Yeah, they nailed it with Bradley. I mean, just the moments, like, whenever, you know, Sam was on TV talk, you know, giving the speech to the senator about... The responsibility, and you know, and and again, just we're the greatest country. You know, we're the greatest country on earth. Don't tell me we can't do this stuff. And and, and then and seeing the look of, I mean, Carl Lumbly just just kills it. He sells it. You know, there's the look of pride in his face when he sees Sam, you know, talking to the senator. And despite all the things that happened to to Isaiah, you, you know, you can see him like, you know. Mm-hmm. I was treated badly by this place, but despite it all, you know, this, you know, Sam represents what this country can be. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that again, you don't need exposition sometimes. It's just, you know, just a look you know, of, of an actor 
being able to sell that. And that was that, that moment of this pride. And I, I felt that same way too. I was just like, Oh yeah, Sam, you know, Sam's right. And yeah, I mean, what was done to Isaiah was criminal, but at the same time, um, you know, Isaiah can see it. He can make peace, you know, again, like we were talking about Bucky, he can make peace with things that happened in the past may, you know, at least may not, may not like it. And he doesn't need to, I mean, but, you know, but, but Sam made it right. And, and, you know, and I think that's the cool thing, of, you know, and I think, you know, what's seeing what the MCU is doing moving forward, it's, you know, people are like, oh, it's all woke, da, 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 da. I mean, look, you know, if you were reading the comics, I mean, X-Men, it was like, the woke was like back in the 60s when they were using the X-Men as an allegory for, you know, racism and other things. And this show, it's... You know, I guess especially with things that happen, you know, happen here in recent times, um, you know, with Sam's speech and, and Isaiah's reactions and what, you know, they're back and forth about the legacy and what it means to be Captain America and, and, and all. I mean, I think Sam had his answer and I think Isaiah recognized that and respects that. And I think at the end of the day, I think that's, you know, Isaiah, you know, and Sam makes it right. And in, in universe and in out of universe, I think the MCU is, it seems to trying to do the same thing too. Because I, 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 I remember seeing, um, I stumbled across a video of uh, Anthony Mackie um, talking about the MCU and, and Marvel Studios. And other than Nate Moore, they really didn't have many people of, you know, he was talking about like he was on set. And he was like one of the few people of color on set, mm. and and you know, and, and seeing how the MCU now is not only you know, of course, you have Chadwick um, with Black Panther, but now you have you know who was the you know first black character in the comic books, but you know, but Sam Falcon was the the first African American lead character you know, in the comics. And then of course, you know, so only it's only seven years ago in comic book land that he became Falcon became Captain America. And, you know, and now we have it here on the big screen seven years later. So, yeah, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it, you know, it's an evolution and of, of, of heroes and people, you know, who, who are, who are, who are, are the heroes in these stories. And, and I think Anthony was talking about like with the MCU, you know, now we have, you know, we have not only, you know, we have a black captain America, but we have, you know, as far as it, you know, in universe, but then out of universe, you're having more people of color behind the camera with, you know, Chloe Zhao and Mark, Malcolm Spellman and, and others. It's not a performative thing. It's an actual thing. I mean, we're seeing progress. Yep. And, you know, so, and that, that was sort of like, what was the arc in the story as well with the show? Yeah. Yeah. Art, when art imitates life, um, yeah. it's, it, it just makes everything better. Yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I guess I shouldn't say better because sometimes it, um, I guess imitating life can be kind of, it can be a bad thing, but I guess it's, you know, actual, you know, but you know, there's the performative aspect of things versus actually doing it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think I, I think that's what you're saying there. It's like you know we are we you know they're they're really doing it, especially. Uh, yeah, we we see other things happen like for example the whole 
issues that uh, um, over on our D- on the DC front with such uh, Justice League and and Ray Fisher and all the issues they're having over there. Right. So, right. Went out a good um, tweet. But before we delve down that path, I yeah. think I think that's it for us tonight. Yeah, Will, yeah. why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah, to believe you me, I do not want to get to that whole sticky. No. <laughs> uh but uh yeah love but in it you know uh love this series can't wait for captain america 4 and also just the rest of phase 4 of the mcu got got some good stuff coming and you can find me on twitter at will m polk w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k you can find me at sj belmont s-j-b-e-l-m-o-n-t please follow our crew on twitter at cena nerd friend us on facebook follow us on instagram but most importantly rate subscribe Comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.